What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Lemon, and I want to tell you about my new podcast that I'm relaunching, where I'll be bouncing around the U.S., sharing my latest sales and marketing strategies to help me sell over a million dollars in my products and services. Now, look, I work in the health and wellness space, so I sell to a lot of biohackers and medical advisors and people that are just really at the cutting edge of being optimal. So I care about that as well. So I don't want to get burned out along the way. So I'll be sharing those strategies too. So tune in every week to the Joe Lemon Show. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, wherever you consume your podcast. That's the Joe Lemon Podcast for business and biohacking. Hey Joe, this is Jose from Chunky Milk Studio. I'm calling in on your segment about accepting the truth and very much like you, I feel like sometimes we just need to walk away from closing on a particular client and closing on a particular deal. But what I personally take away from it is the experience. You know, birds of a feather, they flock together. So if one client is heavily concerned about their bottom line and they have some concerns about your pricing structure, then there may be many more potential clients out there with the same level of concern. So what I do is indirectly create this psychological demand for my product and or service. It's a long-term effect, but although that potential client may not be ready to jump on board now, I'm setting up and laying the groundwork for my future clients. Well, Joe, those are some of my thoughts. Talk soon. Joe at the sales talk, great topic. Yeah, no's tough. Um, we run an organization where sales, I mean, well here let's say this, sales is important in any organization, but no doubt we see people uh, get, you know, lose their track that they're on because of the amount of times that they've heard no. And really I think the most important thing is to get salespeople to understand, or anybody, whether in sales or any type of business that they're doing or any aspect that they're in, is to move to no. Obviously you're not trying to get as many no's as you can get, but in many ways you are, because you gotta get people to make a decision at some point. And you either wanna get them to engage with you and do the business, or you wanna move them to no. And when you get the no, then you can kinda take a step back and realize, wait a second, maybe I'm doing something wrong, kinda like you're alluding to, and you can do something else. So great topic and love to hear more of what you got to say on this topic. Hey guys, thanks so much for the call in. I'm at the gym, so if you hear all the background noise, that's what's going on. And you know, um, I just want to say, you know what, dealing with the no's and the walkaways, you know, it's definitely one of the tougher things to do, but it's also liberating whenever you kind of take that power and just claim that control back over your actual, you know, your work really. I mean, so, I think it's also very liberating after you start to put it into practice and um, totally agree that, you know, I think no is the second best answer that we could get. Matter of fact, I'm going to talk about that. That's up next. I definitely agree with not taking it personally. It's something that it seems very hard for people to, to actually apply and take some practice, I guess. But once you do keep in mind all of those factors, that could be a reason for no, instead of thinking it's about you, <laughs> it does help and make it a bit easier. Uh, I've had situations where I definitely uh, didn't enjoy hearing that no, but in my head I'd be like, okay, it's not about you, just moving forward. Loving the topic, I'm gonna get to part two in a minute. Hey guys, thanks so much for all the feedback and all the call-ins. And Maria, I totally get this idea of um, of taking these deals personally. Uh, it's something that I did way too much when I was first getting started in my sales career. And you know, I think a lot of that was mainly because, um, you know, I was just 
banking on a couple deals closing. It was either like feast or famine. Either I caught the whale or I starved to death, right? So, you know, how I try to rectify that problem is by, you know, keeping my pipeline full. So I believe in really having plenty of prospects. I mean, always, always keeping my pipeline full because, you know, if you have like a 10% close ratio for say, right? Here's a decent example. 10% close ratio. I have about 30 people in my pipeline, right? Once I close one deal with a 10% ratio, you know, how many prospects do I have left? If you think about it, it's not I have 29 prospects left. I actually have 20 left because I have a 10% close ratio, meaning that, you know, one out of 10 close. So I close one, meaning that the other 10, you know, meaning that the other nine won't close. Now, this is not in, you know, one of those exact sciences. This is more like Moneyball talk here. I got this from Jeb Blunt. He has a book called Fanatical Prospecting. Big believer in it. You guys should definitely check it out. If you guys are, you know, at all worried about, you know, kind of taking it personal. I think the more prospects that you have, and this is one of the best ways to really, um, you know, get over that hump and, and almost kind of turn it. You can almost more so turn this into like play than it is pressure, right? So that's one of the things I've been doing and maybe for the past couple years, I, I pride myself on trying to always, you know, be talking to numerous people at a time, always have multiple opportunities in the, in the actual pipeline. And as soon as something clears out, I don't, you know, as soon as something, you know, moves to a yes or a no, um, I like that too, by kind of moving to a no, uh, hands down, that's. It's, it's crucial because I think one of the biggest uh, things that we don't do is, you know, help people make an actual decision about which way to go. Most of the time it's, uh, ah, let me let me think about it and then you get lost in that. Anyway, I'm on a tangent. It's totally another, it's totally another uh, topic or another conversation piece. But to kind of get back into this, uh, prospecting is huge because, you know, after one of those deals close, I try to fill it with the appropriate amount of prospects and it's not just a one for one ratio unless I'm closing at 100% right so if I'm closing at 10% let's say uh, then you know I need to fill it up with another you know nine to ten prospects right so I can kind of make up for that one deal that's how I like to look at it it, it makes it kind of make sure I'm always overdoing it and always trying to outpace you know whatever my sales quotas are so that's just my two cents takeaway. Hopefully, 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 kind of, you know, uh, helps people out that might be worrying about some deals. I've been there. Uh, it's, it's definitely no fun when you walk into business meetings sweating. Like, hopefully, this deal will close, and you go and harassing people. Uh, nine times out of ten, people don't like that type of energy anyway, and they always pick up on it. So it's always better when you come in playful, and you can always, you know, have the confidence just to say, you know what, I don't need this deal. I would, love, I would love to do business with you. We've been having a great conversation, but I'm not going to, um, you know, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to uh, not be able to uh, put food on the table if this deal doesn't close. So that's my two cents. I would love to kind of keep this conversation going, and uh, I look forward to kind of hearing everybody's feedback.